Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. was a night for the Cleveland Browns. Not so much for the Cincinnati Bengals. Don't let the score fool you. It wasn't even that close. That was garbage time. Beautiful touchdown pass from uh, from uh, Joe Burrow to Tyler Boyd, but that was a garbage time. 41 of his passing yards. Was that Higgins or Boyd? Now I'm forgetting. Uh, I want to say that might have been Higgins now. At any rate, that was in the fourth quarter. You ask these questions sometimes. That you look at us, I have the answers. I'm like, I don't have the answers for you. <laughs> it was I got late. nothing for you. Hey, um, the 4 p.m. NFL trade deadline is fast approaching, so we can get, you know, look, the Browns are three and five. The Browns are three and five. The Bengals are four and four. But so, like, at at three and five, should a team like the Browns look to move players? Like in the Browns' case, Kareem Hunt, right? Jeremy Fowler, ESPN NFL insider, Key J, had this to say about whether the Browns are buyers or sellers. I got them as sellers right now. They got a few pieces that they could sell off. Running back Kareem Hunt, there's some interest in him. More as like a luxury to a contending team, not necessarily filling a need. You could look at uh, anywhere from Buffalo to Philly, maybe even a Kansas City reunion. And then cornerback Greedy Williams, if you've gotten a few calls on him, I could see him traded before Tuesday's deadline. Yeah, you've been mentioning Greedy Williams is a guy who's likely to move, Key. Yeah, because he can play. He just, he's got his deal is he needs to stay healthy. Um, but, you know, coming out of school, he was one of the top corners in the country. He's just got to stay healthy. And, and they have they, – they've drafted corners here recently, and so that, that room is logjammed. And the best thing to do is get something for him before the end of the season and he goes into free agency. You might as well get a fourth, fifth-round pick for him. Jay, the Giants, meantime, their l- lack of anything really at receiver – has been glaring all season, but particularly against Seattle, right? And now Saquon mm-hmm. carried the ball a billion times for hardly any yards because there's no passing threat, especially when Bellinger got hurt, the tight end, um, last week. Did, do the Giants, would you like to see them make a move for receiver before the deadline, or is this just like, hey, they're so far ahead of schedule, I'll take what we can get, I don't want to use draft capital on, on a player right now? I mean, look, the NFC – feels open to me, even though I know where the Eagles and the Cowboys stand. You know, you talk about the 49ers and and company. But I I, kind of just want to see them stay put. Like, I know people – unless you're able to get a guy like a Jerry Judy, right? But at the same time, if the Broncos want too much for him, I'm not going to sacrifice, you know, everything that we've accumulated over these last couple years to do that. So, I think if if the asking price is the sweet spot, then yes, but if people are trying to leverage out of deals, then no. What what what, what are we doing? What are we doing? Or are we going to draft a receiver in 2022? Okay, so we're going to draft a receiver in 2022. Where are we taking that receiver at? Well, we're going to take him in the second round. Okay, is Jared Judy better than Johnson from TCU? Is Jared Judy better than... Jordan Addison from USC that we're probably not going to get because we're going to pick in the teens and he'll be a high pick. Is he better than such and such from this school or such and such from that school? Mm -hmm. And so when you start to look at it, you look at it from that standpoint. And if you're the Giants and you're Joe Shane, you say to yourself, you know what? I'll give up a two for Jared Judy. But not a one. I can't get Jared Judy in this year's draft. 
I can't get that guy because mm-hmm. he's better than these college kids that I would get in the second round. And that's how you have to look at it. The Rams did this with Brandon Cooks when they gave up a first-round pick the year they went to the Super Bowl and lost. Um, they, they gave up the first-round pick to New England. They get Brandon Cooks in return. They, he puts up the numbers. They go to the Super Bowl. They turn around and flip him and trade him off to, like, I think it was Houston and picked up picked up essentially, a fir- or, or I think it was two twos or something like that. Then turned around and traded that, packaged that up, and sent that to Jacksonville to get Jalen Ramsey. Yeah, it depends. How close are you to competing for a Super Bowl? Where is your quarterback in his career? Who else is coming out in the draft? It, yeah, all it, what are they asking for? Because the Giants apparently have made inquiries with the Broncos about Judy, and the prices, the asking price is too high. What, what was that? It just, it, it I, just said I, that price. was not reported. But but if the you know the Giants even making those inquiries show you, hey, look at this, we're ahead of schedule. We have something here. Let's try something. Judy, a guy who's still ascending, so it's not like you're sacrificing the future, right? Well, he's young. Yeah, and he's young, mm-hmm. right? But but he's you are going to have to give stuff this up. Is and, his, uh, this is his second year. John in Florida, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. What, what moves do you want to see your team make before the deadline? Hey, fellas. I just think the NFC is wide open, guys. I think the Giants should sign LBJ to a multi-year deal, take a second and a third round pick, and trade it to Cleveland for Clowney, put the rook on the other side, and go after it this year because I don't see no one really running away with it besides Tilly, and I'm not too scared of them. So John, John's got the Giants with Clowney and Odell, and who else? You know who clowny I think? And, he just said Clowney and Odell. Oh, okay. Just but I, sure. I laugh because of New Yorkers. Y'all can't let that Odell go, huh? No. Y'all just. <laughs> no, for no, the no, longest. They're never let it go, Key. Jay, Jay knows for the longest in New York radio, it's always like, hey, you know what? The Giants should trade for Patrick Mahomes. Why aren't they trading for Mahomes? Yeah, guys, you can't just get Patrick Mahomes. It's hard to get Patrick. <laughs> you know, they're not going to give him. Jay in Syracuse. You're on with Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. What moves do you want to see your team make before the deadline today, 4 p.m.? I'm a, I'm a Bills fan. I wouldn't mind getting, like, another cornerback uh, to help us out, especially now, you know, Hyde's gone, now Poyer's injured. Uh, we need to get somebody in the back, possibly another safety. And another question I really had, what do you think the chances of Odell coming to Buffalo are? I think they're pretty good. What do you think, Keith? Uh, I mean, I, it, it seems to be pretty good. I don't, I don't know. I can find out for you later on the day if you want me to, Max. That would be tremendous. I would. Really I mean, I, 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 even if they gave him a long, I, I, I get it. Probably gives you the best odds to win a Super Bowl, uh, considering the way LA, you know, LA, the Rams are trending right now. But I would ask, you know, in consideration that when you're coming off your second ACL in two years, like climate is a very important thing. I've heard athletes talk about it. I live it every single day. I'm curious about the climate of being in Buffalo. That's the place he wants to come off another ACL injury. You don't, oh, you mean you, you don't mean the climate of the culture of the team. You mean the no, actual I mean the climate. actual climate. Like yeah, the weather. Being so if he comes back, he's going to have three, four games at home, maybe four at home, plus another three in the playoffs or two in the playoffs. Yeah, two. It would be two home field advantage, right? So he would have two at home, so maybe five to six games that he would participate in. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I don't know, Jay. Five or six games in that in the in that weather. What what kind of contract do you think he gets, Key? I mean, if you're the Bills, oh, you I, don't, over and I don't. I don't even know. To uh, be a one year deal, a two year deal. It depends. I have, 
no yeah. idea what they would be willing to give him based on his injury history and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Very productive with the Rams, it, you know, when he landed with them. But Sean McVay knew how to use him, knew what to do with him. Um, took some of the little bit of pressure off of Cooper Cup. Would I, you do that, I, Key? Would you do it? Like, if you're coming off two ACLs, considering, I mean, the Bills, the upside, the ceiling. I don't see. need him, though. Yeah. If I'm Buffalo. What do I need him for? Yeah. I mean, I, I got Stephon Diggs. Like, I need Kareem Well, here's, here's one thing. Here's one Buffalo, thing, Key. Right? What did the Rams really need him for last year? And then they, then they get him, and then Woods goes down. So it turns out they needed him more than they even realized, right? Like, no, the so Rams they, needed him, though. Sort of, I guess. No, but they, they needed really him. needed they, him they once. Needed him. They needed him because he had juice. Yeah. They already got a guy that got juice. In fourteen, in Stephon Diggs. Yeah, but they got a guy who has juice in Cooper in in Cooper nah, Cup. Nah, uh, uh-uh. different. Nope. Cooper <laughs> Cup good. You OBJ mean the, you juice. mean the Super Bowl MVP, triple crown winner Cooper good, Cup? Good. I think he got he's some juice. good. He's good. But I'm talking about juice. That uh, OBJ gave him juice. It's a it's a difference between being good and catching a bunch of balls that's being thrown to you versus a dude like OBJ that gave you juice. Pete in Ohio, you're on with Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. What do you want? Who do you want to see? What moves do you want to see your NFL team make before the 4 p.m. trade deadline today? What up, guys? Hey, I'm unfortunately a Chicago Bears fan, and with seeing how Ryan Poles has operated that front office and trying to gather as many draft picks as possible, I could not be surprised if they just deal Justin Fields to a quarterback needy team like a Washington Commanders, like an Indianapolis Colts, to really do the full rebuild and just let Trevor Simeon be the guy for the rest of the year. Tell me your thoughts. I know it's crazy. Justin Fields is a crazy athlete. I'm also a Buckeye fan. But I can see how they've not really given him any receivers or offensive weapons or an offensive line. Just steal him away and get as many first-round picks or second-round picks as you can and just commit to the full rebuild. How much you think? Thanks, guys. Give Justin Fields away. Who, who could potentially turn into the greatest quarterback to ever play. <laughs> you don't give those dudes away, man. Not at all. Not a chance. You got one. Why would you give him away? What For who? For what? What are you giving him away for? Uh, yeah, I can't subscribe to that, man. Um, yeah. What if he turns – you give him away, what if he turns out to be the greatest quarterback to ever live? Why would you? Why would, so you traded. You used draft capital to tr- move up in the draft to get him. He was in the worst possible situation for any quarterback. His progress stalls out. You're like, oh, wait, wait, can he get it done in the passing game? I don't know. Then in year two, with still nothing around him, he is able just by hook or by crook to keep you in every single game until you play the Cowboys who just got too much. You get blown out. Like, you have potential. Who knows if he'll ever get there? There's potential greatness well, not in Justin him. Fields. No. Not, this ain't Josh Rosen. Corey in New York. You're on with Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Okay, yes, Corey. Hey, Kiwi. <laughs> I'm a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, and I would like to see them get more weapons for Tom Brady. So how about Kareem Hunt to the Buccaneers? Kareem Hunt to the Bucs. I'd see, but I, I don't like think that. a running back's going to make the difference. I think, I think Leonard Fournette, whoever you have running the ball, will look fine if you shore up the offensive line. Yeah, yeah. They need to fix their offensive line. Yeah, they want to get a they want to get a, a guy in the interior of the line. They're dropping like flies on that team. Yeah, Jay. What do you mean, yeah, Jay? Yeah, Jay. I don't know why either, but I like it. Well, yeah, Jay. That's one of Jay's teams. 
No, Tampa Bay's not. Is no, it? I'm talking about the Flies. The Flyers? No, the Flies. The the, the new team that just landed. No, no. Jay's only got five teams, Key. It's he'll, the Giants. He'll claim, look, he'll claim the Flies, too. <laughs> Giants, to Bears, Flyers. Look at him. Bills, Colts, and no, Dolphins. I'm not, really, I, 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 I'm not a Colts fan. Uh, I just watch the Colts. Oh, God. You hear what he just said? What? You I'm watch the lying. Colts every week? Yeah. Jay. Oh, in red zone? Jay is oh, going to okay. get. Right. Key, Key. Let's go through Key's team. He wore Eagles jersey. All right. That's no, one. not that's not a team. I'm a, I'm a fan of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, but, but now he's on the Eagles key, so you're, that counts. You're, you're he's made you an Eagles fan for the time being. No, Lamar. I'm a fan of his. Uh, no, it's okay. Lamar. Two. I'm a Lamar fan of Jackson, Lamar. The Ravens. All right. I'm a fan Cowboys. of Lamar. Cowboys. I'm a fan Cowboys. of the Cowboys. I'm a Tampa. fan of the Cowboys. Yeah. Tampa. Who? Uh, Bucks, he won a championship. No, he's there, not. No, no, he's not a fan of the championship. They're very close. All right. Okay. Fine. Okay. Fine. Fine. Four. Saints. Saints. You might have more See, teams like than Jake. Don't, don't get it twisted because Key up here talking See. all the time. About, and Max, you, you got the Chargers. No, I got one team, the Giants. No, you got you got Joe Thorough, as you, you call know, him. Oh, I love nickname. me some you Joe Burrow. I can't, I can't help Herbert. it. Yeah. You love Justin Herbert? I you got my trifecta Giants. in the okay, AFC. So I got, I got in the AFC Mahomes and Burrow and all Herbert. All I hear yeah. when you guys talk is wow, 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 I think Jay just made a point. Tom Brady has been going through some things. Stop doing that voice. Just be yourself. Speaking of Tom Brady, it is true. He has been going through things. <laughs> Listen to what he had to say. I respect the hell out of the way he handled you this. Did it Every wrong. word. You did it wrong. What's that? You're supposed to say, Key, he was supposed to say, Tom Brady, he's lost weight. Yeah, well, that's, your, that's for sure. That's your go-to. Look, look his face looks gone. He leads everything with Tom Brady. Anyone who has, like, anyone, oh look, everyone oh sees it. Goodness. Brady's at the podium. He looks skinny. Everyone who's been through tough times in their life, not everyone, but some people eat when they get depressed. Most people, when they get stressed, wasn't they meant, lose their appetite. That wasn't meant for you to go on a tangent. It but was it's meant true. For you to use it to then lead but, into the But side. that's part you, of the lead-in, Jay. It's part, true. Everyone's problem, seen it. I did it to myself. Part of the problem, Jay, is when you do that, he does that. I know. Yeah. So you have to learn, Max. You right. cannot yeah. do that. Yeah. Right. He will, he his will just go down the track Squirrels. do his right. own deal. Where? <laughs> Speaking Again. for the first time since his divorce from Giselle Bunchen was finalized last week, here is Brady on the Let's Go podcast with Larry Fitzgerald and Jim Gray on Sirius XM. There's a lot of professionals in life that go through things that they deal with at work and they deal with at home. And obviously the good news is things that it's a very amicable situation. And I'm really focused on two things, taking care of my family and certainly my children, secondly, doing the best job I can to win football games. So that's what professionals do. You focus at work when it's time to work. And then when you come home, you focus on the priorities that are at home. All you can do is the best you could do. That's what I'll just continue to do as long as I'm working and as long as I'm being a dad. That's right. All you can do is the best you can do. And that is what a professional does, compartmentalize. And yet, the best you can do from person to person, you will succeed to varying degrees, keeping your private life from affecting your professional life. Key, I imagine at this moment, some of the personal stuff can spill into the your effectiveness on the field of play, I would imagine. Absolutely, because it's like anything in, in your work, my work, Jay's work, whatever it is, if something is affecting you, it certainly can weigh on you. Um, and I'm sure... Everybody's different, and it certainly feels and seems to to be whatever he was dealing with and going through. Now that it's public, and and you know he got the divorce or whatever, it's 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 done. Uh, he's moving on with his life. You may see a different 
Tom Brady than you did the first part of the season because he was dealing with that. You know, everybody says, well, he took off training camp those 11 days. We took off 11 days to try to figure it out. I mean, that phone call ain't good, right? That phone call in the middle of the night that he might have been getting to those text messages and the back and forward. And it was like, you know what, Coach? I got to handle this. I'll be back and in, in, cover for me for these next 11 days. And it, when you're going through something and it weighs on you, it affects everything. It also affects your teammates because they may be looking at you as their leader and you're walking around moping. You, you're not the same happy-go-lucky guy. You're not the first one in, last one out the building. All of a sudden, you're doing different things. And it's been clear that he has been doing different things. I just want everybody to think about something for for a minute. You know, as a, as a athlete, like today's older athletes too, not the the newer generation that is, you know, saying that. Well, I can I can be a student athlete. Actually, I can be a business entrepreneur while participating. The, the way we were trained back in the day is all these things were considered to be distractions, right? right? Like remember Pete Sampras all when he's uh, there's a girl in the picture, he's getting married, that's taken away from him on a on the court, like all this stuff, right? So as older athletes, you are trained that on the field, on the court is your safe haven. It takes you away from all that. Now, I'm not saying that Tom Brady, he's never dealt with distractions. But when you're dealing with something like this with family, right, being traditionally trained, like traditionally trained, like that has to take up a lot of your your mind equity, right? Well, Tom no, Brady. it does. Jay, Tom, I, hey, I, uh, yeah, Key, like, you know what I mean? Like, wait, no Key, before you, you respond to that, I want you to listen to what Brady said, Key, and then I want to hear what you have to say about the challenge of compartmentalizing the personal and professional lives. Listen to this. Well, I think that's what being a professional is. I've dealt with a lot of challenging situations on and off the field over 23 years, and a lot of it does play out, you know, in front of a lot of people. So it's, I think, the interesting thing for, you know, a football player, an athlete in general is, you know, you're out there, and I always say we're not actors, you know, even though we're on TV, you know, that is our real self out there. We're trying to do our best. That's how people really have gotten to know me over the years by being on TV, and that is an authentic self that's out there to compete with my teammates every day, and you're giving all you can to the team, and and, you know, everyone's going through different things. We all have our unique challenges in life. We're all humans. We do the best we could do. I have incredible parents that have always taught me the right way to do things. You know, I want to be a great father to my children and always try to do things the right way as well. To deal with things that in your life that have challenges, you want to deal with them in the best possible way. So I want to always be able to hold my head high on and off the field. And I'm going to try to continue to do that for as long as I'm here. Yeah, compartmentalizing is a very difficult thing to do having done it myself uh getting divorced the year we went to the super bowl in the midst of the season you know you you go to the stadium and you la- you laughing at at max about losing weight man max i look like a skeleton mm-hmm. you know it was it was one of those deals where Hard you know the eat. mask that the, the movie the television movie with jim carrey where mm-hmm. it was all you know it was one of those type deals because you are thinking about so many different things until you walk into the building and he walked to the building. Now I'm laughing at my teammates and we're having fun and everything's great. We go to practice and practice. But then now I drive home. Now I'm going home. Now I got to deal with those situations throughout that. But it didn't stop me from balling out because once I got on the field, I was able to say, I'm not worried about all the outside noise. I know my kids are fine. I'm going to play ball. I'm going to still ball out. Then when I leave, now it becomes a situation where it's like, damn, I got to deal with this. Yeah, you uh, lose your appetite. Uh, here we go. The appetite, right? Yeah. What happened to that steak? Ah, I'm, <laughs> I'm, man, I'm not hungry. I'm, I'm not, <laughs> not, give, me not. Another, give me another uh, 
Give me another Mai Tai. <laughs> you know, I, I'm not saying I'm not saying that this is Tom Brady. But I'm just I'm, I'm throwing it out there for food for thought, right? Do you think Tom Brady's ever really thought about what life without football is actually like? When football's question. being your life, so good like question. now now think about that. So maybe over the last year, right, with the retirement, but we've even dug a little bit deeper. As like, was that a move to Miami? What was going to happen with everything and that whole move? But for the first time in his life now, going through a divorce. Having this with your family, thinking about what kind of father, even though you've had an idea, you know what kind of dad you've been, right? But like now, it's like you're actually activating a lot of those thoughts. Like, how does that not take away from your time on the field? It, I mean, and that's, that's been your dedication. That's why you can't write, or I don't write, the Bucks off because I believe. Look, does Tom Brady look like he fell off a cliff this year so far? But I don't know that he has because I remember thinking that with the Patriots. Oh, look, my prediction's coming true. But his receivers weren't getting any separation, right? Like, so he didn't look the same. Not only is he experiencing (laughs) a team that's been depleted and hurt by injury and not on the same page and has a new head coach who's a defensive guy. but, But on top of that, the whole interior line is missing, which affects your run game. They can't get anything on the ground, which affects your pass protection. And the lack of a run game affects your pass protection and like all that stuff. But on top of all that, the dude's going through this. Let's give it a month. Let's see as he acclimates himself to his new reality. Key, if... If he has lost his appetite, it looks like that to me. If he gets that appetite back a little bit. Well, it all depends on, you know, <laughs> it just depends on some stuff. Yeah, you and know, I'm rooting for Vegas him. Those Vegas odds are right. It just depends on some stuff. That's all I'll say. I'm rooting for Tom Brady, man, and I love the way he answers those questions. He's being forthright. And and yeah. and well, he's human. And, but, but, but I just but, but, respect. But that, I think what he a, said a lot. That's one of the biggest things happening right now, though. I think people are actually seeing the human side of Tom mm-hmm. Brady for the first time, really, because they just seen him as a winner since he right? left. He, he's the all time. He's a winner. Now you're like, whoa, he's vulnerable. Yeah, always being honest with people. Like it's maybe the first time in Tom Brady's career that the masses of people, which is outside the pocket of Foxborough, right, which it has been, or in Tampa, like it feels like America's rooting for Tom Brady. Is the yeah, NFC Jay, for Brady. Is the NFC South still the Bucks division to lose in that case? Can the Saints catch them after Jay has this from FanDuel? Football season is underway, so now is the perfect time to download FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, if you haven't noticed, new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $1,000. That's free bets back if your first bet doesn't win. It's easy. Just sign up with promo code PLAY. The app is safe, secure, and super easy to use. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets, from the money line to point spreads to even player props. So sign up today with promo code PLAY for your no-sweat-first bet. Make every moment more this season with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, Electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S dot Keyshawn, J. Willemax, ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. Click more on the lower right-hand corner of the app. Scroll down to live radio. That's where you can find us. Presented by Progressive Insurance. And you can join the doctor, join the conversation on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. What moves do you want to see your team make before the trade deadline? And we're, we're down to six and a half hours. 4 p.m. today. 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. We are joined now. By the Honey Badger, Tyron Matthew, New Orleans safety, of course, New Orleans Saints safety. Morning, Tyron. How you doing? Good morning. How you guys doing? What's up, Wody? We doing good, man. What's up, man? <laughs> What's up, man? Long time, man. I ain't talked to you. God, it's been. I can't even think. How long you been in the league now? Man, a decade, man. Long time. So that's ten. So I haven't <laughs> talked to you in. If you've been in the league 10, I haven't talked to you in 12 years. It's been a yeah, minute. Man, it's been a while. How, how you doing down in, How you doing down in New Orleans with the Saints? I'm doing better, man. We got a win the other day, so uh doing better, much better. <laughs> if, if you guys get completely healthy, do you think you can win this division? Absolutely. I think that's really what we expect. Um, you know, obviously the, the you know the season hasn't really gone uh, the way we expected it to go, but um, I, I think we got enough fighting us, um, and and obviously we got enough football left. So I believe in us, no doubt. So obviously, there's been a a lot of moving parts, like it is for every NFL team, right? Every sport, actually. But what do you think is the difference having Andy Dalton under center and what he's been able to do lately? Well. I think he's been, you know, obviously, you know, I think he's been able to, to really just kind of step up. You know, I think, um, you know, I think everybody had, you know, high expectations for Jameis. But, um, you know, I think with his injury, um, you know, which I think what you see from Andy is just a pro. You know, I think every day he's prepared. He's preparing himself to play. Um, you know, and I think he's preparing himself to score points as well. So, um, I think the guys believe in him too. Eight. Tyron Matthew here on Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. So at 3-5, and five, but only a game out of first place, what, what has to happen in the second half? Basically, I mean, 
this upcoming week is like right in the middle, and then you got the second half of the season. You know, so how do you get into yeah. the playoffs in the second half? Well, I think we just got to play our kind of ball. You know, um, I think, you know, obviously last Sunday we we kind of kind of put that on display. You know, what we're capable of. And um, I think if we could just stick to that, you know what I mean? If we could just make the plays that, that are meant to be made and, you know, if we could just continue to believe in our coaches, man, I, I think the sky's the limit for us. I think we got more than enough talent, you know, and, um, you know, obviously when we get a lot of guys back that, that aren't, you know, healthy right now, um, I truly believe that, that, you know, we're one of the better teams in the NFL. You know, Ty, you didn't get a chance to play for Sean Payton. You were in Kansas City at the time, but – you know, you've been in the National Football League. You've seen a lot. How does the New Orleans Saints organization differ from where you were at with the Kansas City Chiefs? Yeah, um, obviously, I think, you know, obviously both organizations are, you know, winners. Um, you know, I think the Saints have, have won a lot, um, obviously won their division a lot. And, um, you know, I think it's just a certain kind of style and spirit that, you know, the Saints represent. You know what I mean? And uh, I think last Sunday we kind of put that on display, you know, being at home, playing good defense, being able to score points on offense. Um, uh, I think that's what the Saints are about. Now you hear a lot of guys talk about, like, the pressures they feel when they when they go back to the, the towns or the cities in which they were born and raised in to a degree, right? Their hometown, to play for that hometown NFL franchise or NBA franchise. How has it been for you coming back to your hometown and playing for the Saints? To be honest, man, it's been a blessing. Uh, you know, I think it's truly been a blessing. Uh, you know, obviously there's a lot of support, you know, positive support, you know, when we coming back. You know, like I mentioned earlier, man, the season hasn't gone the way we expected it to go, but, uh, you know, I still feel, you know, that support. You know what I mean? And uh, I think you can get in moments where you begin to press. You know, you want to make plays. You want to make every play. Um, and you kind of felt that earlier in the season. You know, you just want to be perfect, you know, for your people. Uh, but, um, you know, I could feel myself kind of just settling in um, and just playing the game I've always played, you know, just loving the game the way I've always loved it. So, Tyron Matthew, Keyshawn J. Willemax, ESPN Radio. Monday night, Ravens at New Orleans. What's that going to be like? I think it's going to be electric, man. Uh, you know, obviously being able to, you know, you know, have a primetime game. I think it's really our second primetime game. But, you know, the first one, you know, here, you know, in the Dome, um, I think it's going to be everything you expect it to be. You know, um, you know, a big-time opponent, uh, you know, Lamar Jackson coming in town. Um, it's going to be a lot of excitement. Um, and, you know, I think, you know, us coming off the game that we just played, you know, I think that anticipation is going to be – you know, really high for us, you know, to just kind of put on that performance again. So, um, you know, it's all about preparation. You know, it's all about the way you practice this week and, you know, the way you focus this week. So, um, you know, I think we'll be looking forward to it. When when you look at Lamar Jackson and you look at the, the passing attack, so to speak, the Baltimore Ravens don't have a high-octane passing attack, but they got a high-octane quarterback that can do a lot of different things. How difficult is it for you, though, playing the position that you play to try to defend a quarterback that's a dual threat like him? I mean, it's a tough task, you know, no doubt about it. You know, I played against him a bunch. And, um, you know, it doesn't matter what defense you call, right? Like, you always have to be prepared for him. 
And um, so um, I think that's mostly what you'll be looking forward to. You know, it's being able to kind of stop him and limit him. But, you know, he's a great player. He's a great quarterback. Um, and, you know, I'm, I'm more than sure that those guys can, you know, put up the points. You know what I mean? So it's all about being able to stop him and, and, and affect him, you know, in a negative way. So when you see a, a team like the Ravens, who you got coming up, make a trade like they did for Roquan Smith, um, what, what are you thinking when you when you guys have a wide open division, but you're at three and five, and people are asking if you're buyers or sellers? Would you like to see them do something? Well, I think the the, the most important thing for us is you know is to, to play good defense. You know, I think me being a defensive player, um, you, you really don't. I really don't focus on anything else. You know, um, it's all about you know not allowing the other team to score more points than my team. You know what I mean? So um, I think that's my focus. That's our focus as a defense. And, you know, we could just stick to that. You know, I think we'll be all right. Tyron Matthew, ladies and gentlemen, New Orleans Saints safety, the honey badger. Thanks, Tyron. Appreciate it. All right, T. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Later, man. Sean, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and Sirius XM Channel 80. Auburn's looking for a new head coach, guys. Is it time for Prime to come to Auburn? Mm. After this word from my computer career, friends, is your job recession-proof? Now might be the perfect time to switch careers and become an IT professional with my computer career. IT is listed as one of the top recession-proof professions. You could have your dream job in, in months, not years. No experience needed. Take classes online or on campus. And financial aid is available to those who qualify, including the GI Bill. Go to mycomputercareer.edu. Take the free career evaluation. It's not rocket science. It's mycomputercareer.edu. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. So, Yates, our very own Alan Yates, you were talking about trick-or-treating at the mall? 
Yeah, so I was when I was a kid, like we would walk around, you know, the neighborhood a little bit, but I remember a lot of my trick or treating moments happening in in a mall. Like we would go to yeah. the mall and trick or treat and grab the candy from all the stores, and that would Absolutely. be the night. So I'm up, you know, up here in Connecticut. I'm asking folk like what they do for Halloween. They're like, oh, we just walk around. Like we we never heard of the mall concept ever. And I was like, that's different. No, I we went. Trick or treating. I went in the mall when I was a mall. kid too. We used to go in the mall. It was just I, don't, I think it was. It was just easier, probably. I, I don't think it was a safety thing. I think it was just easier. Now kids don't do that. They I don't mean, do. Yeah, this is where the candy is at the mall, right? I, I get shocked every time I even find myself in the mall that malls are still a thing. Yeah. You don't go to the mall, Jay. I, mean, I, I I've been to it a couple times with my kids, but it's more like just to no, let I gotta them run touch around. It. I got to touch it. I got to touch it, feel it, and see it. I can't. Uh, the online stuff. I leave it up to you. It's just, it's still mean, not I'm a mall given. usually, though. Yeah, you huh? go, it's like a brick-and-mortar store. Yeah, you might that, go into like a, a store, but a is... mall is different, though. Well, I mean, yeah, yeah, you're right, but if I'm going into some stores, they're attached to the mall. If I go into, like, a Neiman's, it's attached to the mall. So, I'm not, yeah. you know, I might walk through the mall to get to the store opposed to just going right to Neiman's, or I might have to go to the Adidas store that's inside the mall. But see, out here in L.A., our malls are open-air malls, so it doesn't really yeah, feel like a mall. Out, yeah, outside malls, walking around. That is different. Yeah. I guess. I, you know, I never I never did trick-or-treating at the mall. But then in New York, there weren't really malls, period. Like, there's, there's a mall now right here downtown by the Trade Center. But basically, there weren't malls in New York. See, in Jersey, we had malls. But I never we, – we used to always go to malls back in the day. That's where you go. I mean, from, as a city kid, you used to feel bad for the kids who are like, hey, we're hanging out at the mall. I'm like, damn, that's what they do in the suburbs? They hang out all day at the mall? Yeah. I guess but no, we never no, went trick What are you going to hang out on 57th? I'm going to hang out on the corner. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, you, know, you they go to the park. The corner wanna... liquor stores. That's what Max was hanging <laughs> yeah, you out. Hang, you literally hang out on the street corner. It's true. Ear hustling people, kid. You know what I mean? <laughs> hey, buy this CD. It's my dopest remix. <laughs> <laughs> no, the mall, trick-or-treating in the mall was a thing, though. That that used to be for sure a thing. Did you get extra? It was the idea that there was extra candy there? I don't, I just think it was just, I don't know. I think our parents might have felt like it was safe or something. I right. don't know. Safe, right. might have been easier, you know. Mm-hmm. You it was easier, yeah. Folks, like, Did you get better candy, though, Yates? They, they had different candy. Like, it would be a lot of, you know, the lollipops, a lot of, you know, chocolate and stuff. But it was never, like. You're going to get some Godivas. Or, or the, <laughs> the peppermints that Max like. None of them joints. Ten seconds, though. Those, those what are they called? Uh, Russell Stover joints. <laughs> <laughs> We're back in ten seconds. Uh-huh. Brian Harson uh-huh. out at Auburn, guys. Uh-huh. Are you listening uh-huh. to it? Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Got sent packing, gave him $15 million to say goodbye. Yep. Didn't even... Well, he, he was a bad he was a bad choice to begin with, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, when they brought him in from Boise State as a West Coast guy trying to go to the South, that didn't make a whole lot of sense. Can you so imagine didn't. what you imagine what Dion Prime Sanders would do, what Prime would do, with the facilities and with the outreach. Well, like I said, so, with a nice like I said to Paul, oh there's only there's only two names that would make sense to me: Lane Kiffin and Dion Sanders. Right? That's it. You, and, and the reason you go and you look at Lane is because he turned around uh, FAU. He turned around Ole Miss. He'll be in 10-plus wins at Ole Miss for the second straight year. He he knows the region. He coached at Tennessee, coached at Alabama. He can recruit. NIL money is there, so you know he can recruit and get it done. You know he's a good coach, 
right? He learned his lesson from being fired on the tarmac at USC, not getting it done. Then, if you if you Auburn Deion Sanders, he's gonna he's gonna just drive. Uh, both of them gonna drive Nick Saban crazy right mm-hmm. down the street. You know Lane can beat Nick with a good team. You know Deion can recruit with NIL money now too, and he can get the kids. He's right down the road in Jackson, Mississippi. Everybody wants to play for Prime. The question, though, are they going to be scared to hire a black head coach with a personality like Prime, okay, at Auburn? Then if Lane goes to Auburn, if I'm Ole Miss, I'm going to get Prime. I'm going to get him, and he's going to be my head coach. Yeah, but if you're Prime, right, like what's the one thing I've been hearing Lane Kiffin talk a lot about in the public? Well, you know, this school is always going to outbid you. You know, well, of this company is going to outbid you, right? So if you're prime, you're paying attention to all that, right? Because that's why I said you want to have, you know, incredible resources. And yeah, absolutely. In this, in this game, that's an arms race. You have to have deep bags behind you to go get recruits. No, Auburn has, Auburn has great resources for either one of them as a head coach. They got backing. They got money. But they also got Alabama right down the street with Nick Saban. Nick Saban doesn't want to see either one of those dudes at Auburn, either one of them, at all. Think about Dion. I'll say I bring it up every time his name comes up. He has a huge advantage. Forget about the personality for a second, right? And the track record now on the college level as a head coach and what he can yes. do for a program. There are only a handful of athletes ever who were at his level in any sport who then went on to coach. In fact, none actually come to mind. Tell me a guy who is as great as Dion was at football in any sport Nobody. who wound up being a coach. So, like, because usually at that level, the, if, for whatever reason, the guys don't give back to the game, particularly guys as talented as Dion, because what's happened in the past in some sports here and there when they've tried it is they expect everyone to be like them, but nobody's like them. So what he has done is so remarkable. Like, it deserves mention. He's- oh, no, it, 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 it absolutely does. He should have got the Florida State job a couple years ago, but he didn't have a track record. Now he has a track record. There's no question about it. I just don't know if the, 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 the decision makers at Auburn are ready for a Deion Sanders type. I just don't know if they are. You know you know how you're in a different, you're in a different type of situation when you're dealing in that part of the country on, on, on the recruiting trail, all of that. They need to huh? wake up. They need to wake well, up. They of should be. Of course. They should be. They should be in the game of getting that done. I'll tell you the, the other part about Prime. Like, and I get Alabama, Nick Saban, and I get Ryan Day, Ohio State. Tennessee is a really hot thing right now with Hooker, right? But there is nobody who has a better pulse on the culture than Deion Sanders. And the media machine, machine oh, yeah. behind him that oh, he's yeah. created now – with that relationship with Barstool, if you were to activate that same machine inside Auburn, you talk about being relevant. Uh, they would be they would be the most relevant program in the country. It, they would be a, a, a relevant program. The NILs are huge, and, and both he and Lane benefit from the NIL with the money, the portal. They go into that portal. You see, Dion he done went and changed the whole face of Jackson State. Lane done changed and went into the. Portal and grabbed a few. His Jackson Dart, the quarterback, came from USC. He done got that dude. He's got a couple players at at Ole Miss that will probably wind up transferring to Auburn. Prime got people over at at his school 
at Jackson State that would transfer wherever he winds up at Auburn. They got to get smart, man. You got to think – You got to think. I, I don't tell me nothing about Matt Rule. I respect Matt Rule. I think he's a good coach. But don't get to telling me Matt Rule, this, Matt Rule. I'm talking about people that know that region, that know that landscape. If you want to get back to beating up on Alabama and trying to fight for a national championship every single year, you take a look at them two dudes right there. For sure. So, guys, Dion said recently he wouldn't coach in the NFL, but he would consider a Power Five school, right? Do you? But just because a guy says something, that doesn't make it true. Can could you see Dion as an NFL head coach? Key, I could. By the way, I, I could. I just don't think prime prime played in the leagues, right? Major League Baseball and the NFL. He doesn't want to deal with probably some of the stuff that goes on. And that you have to deal with the, the 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 great thing about college for him is he gets to pick his players. He doesn't have some dude with little glasses that ain't never played a day in his life trying to tell him who's good and who's not. He doesn't have to deal with that. In college, he eyeballs a guy and he goes, "I like that guy." Well, who says the same arrangement couldn't be made in the NFL? Yeah, that just puts a lot of pressure though. It's yeah, different in college, going, man. It, it, it's different. not that it can't but they just don't do it like that. Yeah. I mean, there's only a handful of dudes in the history of the league that wear both hats. Right. That's true. It's very, very difficult you know, to college, do. In college, you run the whole show. Key, pick one. You're running Auburn. You, Keyshawn Johnson. Who are you picking, Lane Kiffin or Dion? I'm probably, I'm probably going to wind up picking – I'm probably going to wind up picking Lane. Why? Well, because – He's coached against Nick Saban. I got to beat Nick Saban. That's a must. He he coached with him. He knows the SEC country. Okay? He gets it. He understands it. What but about I Saban's record against former assistants, Key? But I wouldn't rule out Dion. I wouldn't rule him out. I just wouldn't rule him out. Now, if I'm the AD, I'm bringing them both in, and I'm interviewing them both. I'm interviewing them both, and I'm and I'm gonna see what's what, you know. That's just what it is. But I just, if if I had to pick one, I'm probably gonna I'm probably just gonna pick Lane because Lane's done it at that level. Key, before we get out of here, what about um, Saban's record against his assistants, and that includes now well, Lane I mean, Kiffin? Is it? Is I would it disrupt yeah, the whole of course he got cart, a man. track record against him. That's ridiculous. I would disrupt the whole apple cart. And you can do, and hire I Dion, do that too. Right? Hire Dion. It's not even a question. I would too. I, I would go Dion. Not although although Lane is a great choice. For sure. But yeah. you know, I got people above me yeah. that might not want me to do it. That's yeah. why I'd want to do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd want to do it. You got to break the mold. Mm-hmm. I don't think, in other words, I don't think you can zig with, with uh, uh, um, Nick right. Saban. But you might be able to zag him. Not if you had Auburn. In Auburn, you can get them players, man. That's a good point. You can get them players right. that go in there and take care of business, Tuscaloosa. You know who That's else is about to take care of business? Mike Greenberg on Greeny. We'll be back tomorrow, 6 a.m. Keyshawn J. Will Max, ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn J. Will and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. We'll